Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, July 11th, 2022, recording live from the Yay studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have one Bob Aldrit. What up, what up? And one Justin Moore. Oh, hello. As always, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We are so glad to have you with us today. Another good episode in store, and we're excited for it. Uh, be sure you follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. Last week, we played What Did He Say, Speed Takes, Rapid Fire Trivia, and welcomed Bob on as a new permanent host of all things yay basketball. Very exciting. And another little announcement. Uh, we have another permanent uh, addition to the team. Trey is going to be uh, our kind of a back of house uh, producer, if you would. Trey, hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. We are very excited to have you on, as always, helping us out with all things, uh, doing camera work and stuff like that. So we got a, we got a, we got a whole team assembling. So if you're a part of it, good, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Another great episode to get to today. So we will just dive in with everyone's favorite game. What did he say? Hey. That's right, it's what did he say? The rules for this game are very simple. I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be your job, Justin and Bob, to work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Each correct guess is worth 100 points. In the event of an incorrect guess, I will receive the 100 points. Are you ready to get started? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Question one. Who is Chris Broussard talking about in this clip? Uh, I respect this decision. All right. Allen Iverson felt the same way, said the same type of stuff about leaving Philly. Russell Westbrook felt the same way about Oklahoma City. And I respect that. Uh, but in fairness, as great as he is, and he's, we know, top 75, Hall of Famer, all that stuff. He is not on that elite, elite level where he's got to win a ring. Who is Chris Broussard talking about in that clip? What do you think? That's strange, the fact that he would say elite, elite, because I was going down Kevin Durant for a minute there. That has been the story for like the last... And we know month. Broussard likes to talk about the Nets. Mm. Yes, Broussard does love the Nets. Um, but uh, if I had to put a thumb on it, another player, obviously, with the Allen Iverson comparison, um, I don't agree with the Russell Westbrook comparison, because he... Bye, see ya. But... Uh, I think he's talking about Dame Lillard maybe signing his two-year extension uh, for $120 million, something like that. Dame Crazy. is top 75. He Dame is list. top 75. He's not. I, I mean, he obviously called off two point guards. You know, he said mm-hmm. Westbrook and AI. I guess that's true. I didn't even think about that. That's the connection I make. So I yeah. think that's a very good answer with Dame, actually. Because I don't see anybody else that has re-signed recently. So I'm going to go. Well, I'm, I'm in favor of Dame. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if we have to listen to it again. Like, legitimately, that's yeah. probably our best guess. I think that's right. Yep. Locking in Dame? We're I think so. It. Let's see. But in fairness, Damian Lillard, as great as he is. Yep. That is correct. Yeah, he's talking about Damian Lillard signing another extension with Portland, making him a Blazer until the end of the 2027 season. Uh, the deal is worth roughly $225 million. Uh, the extension that uh, Damian Lillard just got, the two-year extension on top of the uh, contract that he already had to make to keep him in Portland until 2027, is more than Chauncey Billups made in his entire career. <laughs> And that's why 
Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that's, it's a lot of money. But we saw a lot of money go out. I mean, Jokic got a $60 million player option his last year, so I feel like that's where we're at right now. Yeah. We yeah. now have, I believe the number was seven guards this season that have over $200 million worth of contracts. That's wild. Yeah. It's a lot of money. League, league be shooting. <laughs> money guns everywhere. Yeah. Money guns everywhere. Yeah. Good job, guys. 100 points to you. On to question two now. Hey, who is Shannon Sharp talking about in this clip? The same concerns that I had about him going into this, the, the NBA, I still voice. I say, now, when he goes up against a big body guy to understand how to challenge him. Now, Kenny Lofton is an undrafted rookie, and he put that big body on him and moved him like a tree in the wind. Now, he's going to have to guard, well, well, he, you know, he's not a traditional center. He's going to have to guard somebody, and knowing that what he is, I'm going to back his butt down on the block, and I'm going to put him in the rim. Who is Shannon Sharp talking about there, Bob? Thank you so much for giving us a Shannon Sharp <laughs> clip. I love Shannon Sharp. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, and if anyone's been watching Summer League, this Kenny Lofton is killing it, honestly. Like, legitimately, the Grizz should legitimately think of more than just a two-way contract with him because he is absolutely destroying the person that we're talking about in this clip, which is Chet. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh... The, the the new Slim Reaper, as they're <laughs> going to try and call him. Uh, what was his other name? The Thin Tower? Something like that? <laughs> That's uh, fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think it is Chet. That was a big whole deal right after Chet's huge game from his Summer League debut. So um, I would say probably Chet. That yeah. makes sense to me. Absolutely. That's, that was the big matchup. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd love, there was a great meme of like a moose running across the street and then like a car hits it and the moose goes flying. <laughs> Chet Holmgren and Kenny Lofton. Exactly. Yeah. It, essentially, it's like Chet going against any big guy in the NBA. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Locking in Chet. Let's see. I don't think you think Orlando now is like, yeah. Woo. Man, I sure wish we had Chet Holmgren. Mm. Just like you don't overreact to one game. It was the summer league. Yep. That is correct. Yeah, he's talking about the uh, the thin man himself, Chet Holmgren, and uh, his thoughts on his first two summer league games. Uh, Trey, you, you're a big fan of Ken Kenny Lofton. Huge on Kenny. Uh, biggest still in the draft. Um, Zebo vibes. Yeah, Zebo 2.0 for Memphis. 0 for yeah, sure. for sure. We're big Zebo fans over here. Trey. Yeah. <laughs> I love Zebo too. Right. Zebo's great. <laughs> Goes back to a whole conversation. All right, guys, good job. hundred, uh, Another 100 points to you, so 200 total. Uh, we will move on to question three now. Who is speaking in this clip? I think the main thing is I've gotten a lot stronger, um, a, a quicker, stronger. I think that were the two things I wanted to improve on a lot. Um, shooting the ball is still something I've got to get better at, and I'm um, working on that every day. So, But I think the weight room was a big part of my offseason, and I think that's definitely one of the areas I've improved in. Who is speaking in that clip there, Justin? Definitely not Chet Holmgren. <laughs> definitely not Chet. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm kind of at a loss, to be honest, with that accent and that whole situation going on. What do you think, Bob? Mm, sounds Australian, mate. Well, I mean, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Hear ya. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Get shit on! <laughs> I don't know, what did I do? If you're lying, it sounds Australian. Um, who? <sighs> international draft picks this year. I mean, it's obviously they're interviewing someone at the Summer League. Mm -hmm. So I automatically go to a player. But what if it's just someone on the team who's uh, out there supporting them and stuff? Yeah. I, I'm, on, I'm on board with what you're saying. Yeah, who is the question? Uh, I mean, we can hear it again, but I don't know how much I'm going to get from it. All right, it. let's listen to it again and look yeah. for the context clues. Okay. 
I think the main thing is I've gotten a lot stronger, um, a, a quicker, stronger. I think that were the two things I wanted to improve on a lot. Um, shooting the ball is still something I've got to get better at, and I'm um, working on that every day. So, but I think the weight room was a big part of my offseason. I think that's definitely one of the areas I've improved in. It's definitely a player already. So it's not of somebody who just signed, in my opinion, because you would mm -hmm. say offseason for that. I guess you could. I would context clues wise be like, oh, they're just talking to somebody. Sounds like a second year player. Yeah, at least. Mm hmm. International. I'm not international player. I'm not big on my rookies from last year. Wow. Uh, at least, uh, definitely not how they sound. Uh, Trey, I think Trey. I think Trey has some input. You can't play, but you have some input. You guys, uh, accent, Australian accent. You guys said you're a European player, international player. Mm -hmm. You guys are on board with it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. That's true. You do have it. I hear you. I just don't. I don't. Everything you guys head, are saying like, is lining up. I mean, the I mean the only Australian in my head right now is Ben Simmons. Oh, that's <laughs> not going with Ben. I actually would go with Ben. I mean, I'll I go with Ben. It's not he can't lift anything. His back's messed up. It's, it's not Patty Mills. Like, mm -mm. nope. He, he, no way he's pulling up to a summer league game. No, Patty's got better things to do. Yeah, someone is Ben. But I hear you. I don't yeah, know. Give me a name. You know what anything. Ben it is? Ben Simmons. It's really. Not. Just Go do down it. under because we have Josh Giddy joining us. I no, 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 no. I didn't know he was from there. Wow, Trey slapped his forehead that. like no. a cartoon Giddy character. Out of here. When he said second player or second year, I thought you guys were gonna get it. <sighs> I've never heard second him speak. Yeah, but he's huh? been doing a ton of interviews. I should have seen those. Who yeah. else is an Australian player right now, other than Ben Simmons and Patty Mills? Patty Mills. Kyrie Irving. That's pretty much it. All righty, guys. Well, thanks. I needed those points because uh, that is my last opportunity. <laughs> Two weeks in a row where I'm receiving 100 points. I love it. All right, everyone. Well, good job. So we finished this score 200 to 100. That was... What did he say? Oh. Always a good time to open up the show with what did he say? Get some current events popping. We're going to get some more current events popping with this week's Speed Takes written by Justin. <laughs> All right, speed takes this week. After a very entertaining playoff run, Memphis Grizzlies star Ja Morant stirred the pot this week with an interview with Taylor Rooks. Ja had a lot to say about uh, what got the most attention was his assertion that he would not only like to play in the 90s against Michael Jordan, but that he would, quote, cook him. Do you agree with Ja Morant that in a one-on-one -on -one game he would cook MJ Bob? I love the interviews with Taylor Rooks. Not because of Taylor Rooks. Let's clear that up real quick. <laughs> but simply because people are so confident around her. Like, yeah. Jalen Brown once said he will win five championships before the age of 28. To Taylor Rooks. To wow. Taylor Rooks. <laughs> like, that's... So John knows what he's doing, but in reality, it's people who are upset, like, really, really upset about it. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's just kind of how this new generation talks. That's how we speak. That's just how it goes. It's not necessarily him saying, I'm better than Michael Jordan, but it's more so him just saying like, yeah, I mean, if we played, I'd cook him. Like, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd play him. Like, maybe I'd beat him and stuff. But that confidence around Taylor Rooks is hilarious. Yeah, respect to her. She is a great interviewer. Um, I, so shout out to Dragonfly Jones. He actually had a pretty good point. Like, I think the idea of him, quote, cooking uh, MJ... One-on-one -on -one game, yeah, probably, of course, MJ wins that. He's got the size. He's a brilliant defender. But, I mean, Allen Iverson shook him. And Jaws' handles 
are equal to Allen Iverson, if not more advanced, just because of the evolution of the play. So it's, I think, it's not outlandish to say that he could hold his own in a 1v1 game, but of course Michael Jordan would win. Uh, So I don't agree with Ja, but I don't think it's ridiculous to say that he would cook him is a little bit extreme, but I don't think it's unrealistic to say he could beat him in a one-on-one game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, a lot of people were saying that I think they would both just score on each other and that'd kind of be, it'd be fun. No one one would shut the other one down. Well, Jordan would would make a point to lock up Ja. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. But okay, uh, moving on to an article released today by Bleacher Report's Rob Goldberg says that the Indiana Pacers are close to finalizing a near max deal offer to a Restricted agent free, free, restricted free agent DeAndre Ayton. Mm. Now, after freeing up the cap space with the Malcolm Brogdon deal, if Ayton does sign with the Pacers, where do you put Indiana in the East next season, Michael? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't move the needle much for me. I'm so confused by this. So they move off of Sabonis to make Miles Turner their solo big man, right? To 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 bring in Halliburton, and uh, they move off of Lavert, and they they seem to make these moves, which they get out of Brogdon and, and they open up all this space to go double big again. I don't think mm-hmm. that Halliburton needs two huge guys clogging up the paint. He's not a brilliant outside perimeter sh- shooter. It doesn't It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't move the needle for me. I still think they miss the playoffs next year unless Halliburton takes a leap or Miles Turner is an all-star. Something like mm-hmm. that, which I don't foresee happening. Uh, I don't get it. I don't know why the hell they would do this, but... Ugh. Good for Aiton. Get the bag, I guess. Yeah, Bob. The way I see it is Aiton needed that. Like, I'm not saying there was disrespect thrown around it, but the fact that he was a free, like an unrestricted free agent that no one really cared about was a little disrespectful in my opinion. DeAndre Aiton, I mean, the Pacers saw what... He's a restricted free agent. Oh, restricted free agent. Correct. So it's a little trickier. Right, right. Um, Thank you. Um, They saw what they Minnesota did with the two big boys down under. Like, that's kind of... I think what they're trying to compete against, if they think they're moving into a big man league, the Pacers are either ahead of the time or they're way behind on the times. I agree with you. It seems weird. Maybe they'd be in the play-in, but that's the first thing that came to mind was maybe a play-in team is where the Pacers will end up being. My hesitation towards the Wolves comparison, though, is that Carl Anthony Towns is way better offensively than any of the other three centers combined in that conversation. Gobert... Miles Turner or Ayton. Not to discredit any of them, but Cat is clear in a way a better offensive player. So Gobert doesn't have this brilliant offensive game. I think he averaged like 2.5 post-ups per game with the Jazz. And then now, so it makes sense to pair a defensive-minded big man with Cat, who is an offensive-minded big man. You're taking a defensive-minded big man in Miles Turner and pairing him with a just neutral-minded big like. He gets his post-ups, DeAndre Ayton does, but he also had his best seasons and his best plays and his best stats with Chris Paul. And I love Halliburton, and I think he has potential, but let's not kid ourselves. Halliburton's not Chris Paul. He's not maximizing DeAndre Ayton the way that Chris Paul and Devin Booker would have been able to. Yeah, the only other argument I'd say is pure athleticism. But the athleticism... I guess, yeah. No, that makes Turner, sense. Maybe that's it. That's Who fair. knows what they're doing? Honestly, maybe they'll trade Miles Turner and just do a fresh start with fresh eyes and fresh people. Hey. You know? I guess. Uh, we'll whole see. retool. But on that note, with a host of way too early power rankings being released recently, the Warriors stood alone atop all of them, right behind them, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Clippers. Now, with the Warriors losing some key players and other teams adding players as a free agency right now, well, my question to you is, what team other than the Warriors would you make a case to be atop the power rankings right now 
Bob. I think the Miami Heat should be much higher up on that list, my mm. dude. I really think how close they get in the East always. And I know I've been on when I before wasn't permanent on the podcast. I say the Heat always figured out come playoff time. That's just what they do. They still have Spolstra. They made the right moves to keep Jimmy Butler. They still have Hero. I think the Heat always kind of face that level of disrespect in the East, but they always make it so far in the East in the yeah. playoffs time. So I think the Heat. I, uh, I pfft, about the Heat. That's I just <laughs> no no disrespect. I'm just I've always been look. In the last 40-plus years, if you want to win a title, you have to have a top 15 player of those last 40 years. It's just historically the way it's gone. Outside of that, maybe three teams haven't had a top 15 player. We have 11 Mavericks, 04 Pistons, and then um, I'm blanking on the last one. But, you know, you need a top... The Heat don't have that guy. Sure. Outside of the Warriors, there's one team that has that guy because we don't know what's happening with the Nets. Let's just assume they blow it up. Let's just assume, you know, I, I'm leaving the Nets out of my predictions and power rankings for the moment just because we don't know what's going to happen with them. So for now, it's got to be the Bucks, And I know yep. that I know that it's Bucks, Bucks, Bucks all the time, but I think that if Chris Middleton is healthy last year, they win that game seven in Boston. I don't even know if it goes to a game seven in Boston if Chris Middleton is healthy because that's he proved his worth in that series with his absence. Giannis is a transcendent top 15 of the last 40 years kind of guy that can go win you a title. The Heat don't have that. Uh, the the who, like I said, who knows with the with the with the Nets, the Sixers. I still don't think have that. I love Embiid, but I don't think he's that. Harden isn't that anymore. All these Eastern Conference teams don't have it. And then the West, who are you looking at that has it outside of the Warriors? Luca, but he doesn't have enough help yet. What about, what about the Clippers? Look the, out for those Clippers. Right, yeah. So I, I get that. And if they are healthy, the addition of John Wall really, I think, moves the needle a lot for them because you're finishing games with... He, I mean, John Wall came out with this quote the other day where he said, you mean to tell me their third best defender is checking me? Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Which I agree with. You're not wrong. If they're finishing games with PG, John Wall, and, and Kawhi, they've got some potential... So, but who knows? I mean, the, the, their best season ever, they lost in the Western Conference Finals. So, I don't yeah. know. Justin, what do you think? So, I actually am kind of on either the Grizzlies or the Mavericks kind of bandwagon here. Mm. I think the young guys all take a step up next year. I think we are in that transitional period in the league. A lot of the really greats are getting a little bit older, kind of phasing themselves out. But if I had to pick one, I would pick the Mavericks because they have made a couple moves that really intrigue me. And I think Luka's just that guy. I think he terrifies the Warriors, and I think they got really lucky that they didn't have an inside presence on the Mavericks, that that, te- that game didn't, Caesar series didn't go the other way. Yeah, I hear you. Is that the last uh, sweet take there? Yeah. Okay, good. Just want to double check there. Yeah, I mean, I, it could go either way. Like, I could see the Grizzlies making the leap, although they did lose a couple pieces because they mm-hmm. were getting very expensive very fast. Yeah. Um, they were unable to kind of capitalize on that whole str- strength in numbers thing with keeping their guys while they were young and cheap. And they lo- they lost, uh, oh man, who was the uh, the big key loss for them? Uh, 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 Kyle Anderson, Anderson. Uh, went to Minnesota. We in mm-hmm. Minnesota now. We in Minnesota now. It's two for two with Bob on the show in Minnesota now. Yeah, we in Minnesota now. <laughs> I need to pull that for the show. Dang it, I'll do next week. Um, and uh, they, they, they're just getting more expensive. They obviously pay Ja Morant the bag, which he deserves. Um, so I, I, I could see the, the, the Lucas making a jump, and I could see the Jaws making a jump. And I'm calling them that because, let's be real, without both those guys. 
does seem who, who okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was Speed Takes. And um, we last week, we introduced Bob as a new permanent uh, host of Yay Basketball here and all things Yay Basketball. And we're so glad to have you aboard. However... Although you've done this before, it is it would not be right to not have an initiation. And with that, Bob, welcome to Guess That Player. Bob, thank you so much for joining us. We are so glad to have you. You've done this before, correct? And what was your uh, what was your score there when you did that? Do you remember? No. Bob put up a two hundred and fifty points. Wow, that's ties. The, oh yeah, ties for first place, right? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't D Baby? Didn't he also have the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys went. Th- you both went three and one. Yeah. Well, they're four and zero oh is still on the board. I'm not trying to jinx anything, but. <clears throat> All right, so here, I'll explain how this goes. There are four rounds. Each question has an assigned point value. The questions will increase in difficulty as we progress throughout the game. I will list you some facts and season stats about one mystery player, then give you four players to choose from. Bobby, have three lifelines, but you can only use two of them. Ask a co-host, where you'll have 30 seconds to discuss with your co-host, Trey. Uh, Bench a player, where I will eliminate one of the incorrect answers. Or scouting report, I will tell you one fun fact about the correct player. Are you ready to get started? Yes. Okay, then <laughs> let's play. Bob, welcome. Question one is worth 50 points. This 26-year-old forward in his seventh year averaged 15 points, four rebounds, and 1.1 assists per game. Your options are A, Kelly Oubre, B, Seth Curry, C, Aaron Gordon, or D, Evan Mobley. Hit me with the stats again, the points, rebounds. I will indeed. Uh, 15 points, four rebounds, and 1.1 assists per game. 15, four, and one... 26-year-old. Ooh, honestly, Aaron Gordon sounds really good, actually. Um, yeah, I remember when he was on... Where did he go to college? Arizona, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like it was about seven years ago. Um, those stats, they kind of line up. Um, definitely leaning on him towards the playoffs. Evan Mobley, no... Probably not. Um, Seth, I don't think he's getting that many boards. Um, hmm. No, I, I I, think I'm pretty confident with this one. I'm going to go uh, see final answer, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, final answer. Folks, every time we do every this. Every time he <laughs> says this. I sit in this seat and I wait. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of these days we'll get a four for four. But for now, I got to keep waiting. That is incorrect. Ugh. It was Kelly Oubre. What? What? We made a third. Really? We made a third. It is uh, Kelly Oubre. He's already seven years in the league. Yeah. He's played for mm-hmm. the Warriors, the Hornets. Anyone else? Who else? Uh, 
the Pelicans, I believe. And the Wizards. Wizards. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Not Man. the Pelicans. Not the Pelicans. So, incorrect. Right, let's get the next three. The scouting report was this player was drafted out of Kansas. That would have helped. Oh, I would have been automatic. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for question two? Uh, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> question two is worth 100 points. This Western Conference Center was fourth in the league in field goal percentage last season at 63.4. He also averaged 17.2 points and 10.2 rebounds per game. Your options are A, Christian Wood, B, Nikola Vucevic, C, Jonas Valanciunas, or D, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I, in the back of my mind, I was already thinking DeAndre Ayton, mm. but that's interesting because if you... Uh, Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vooch. Always say his name wrong. You got Vooch. Wood, Vooch, Chun, and Aiton. <laughs> they all have short nicknames. What do you want me to say? Uh, 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 my gut tells me Aiton, but I know that I don't want to get this one wrong again. Hundred points. Hey, that's a lot of that's a lot of bacon. That's exactly what I have uh, in the whole game. <laughs> I know. I can't. I, that's a lot. Um. I would really love. I'll do the scouting report on this one. Scouting report. This player's college and college team and first NBA team are in the same state. Oh. Ooh. Trey yeah, knows it. I, I feel like I, I'm, I'm, Trey, I'm saving you. I'm saving you for later, man. Okay. I'm saving say, you for later, all right? You should have this, man. I know. I, that's why I think it is Aiden, honestly. Like, uh, didn't he go to Arizona State? Like, I'm pretty sure he did. Oh. Uh-huh. Phoenix Suns. First NBA team. Interesting. The way you put that. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Yeah. Maybe I'm the idiot. It's DeAndre Aiden. Are we locking in Aiden? It was in the back of my mind the whole time. Oh, 17 and 10, though? Average? Damn. 43%. Sorry, 63%. 60, yeah, he <laughs> so was discounted. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he lived underneath the rim. I'm going to go with DeAndre Ayton. Final answer? Final answer. Every time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Christian Wood, Nikola Vucevic, Jonas Valanciunas, DeAndre Ayton. You thought Ayton from the jump. Before I even gave you the options, and you trusted your gut, and your gut steered you right. <laughs> that is correct. It was DeAndre Ayton. Trey, did you have something in there? He actually played for the Wildcats. Not it, the Arizona. Oh, thank you. Not Arizona State. Yeah. Hey, yo, no disrespect to the Sun Devils or the Wildcats. You guys are cool. He's also <laughs> from Arizona as well. Really? Yeah, yeah, him and Bagley were both from Arizona, so it was like, they were going to be happy either way getting those two, I Home, would say. Hometown yeah. hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They picked the right one, though. I love going it. Going with uh, Aiton. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Uh, and, yeah, this, the, you're right about that. The Suns did make the right <laughs> pick on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So now you've got 100 points. Are you ready for question trace? Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. This one. <laughs> now this one. 
Jeez. Uh, okay. Question three is worth 150 points. This 30-year-old shooting guard averaged 10 points in 23 minutes per game, all while starting exactly zero games this last season. Your options are A, Josh Richardson, B, Terrence Ross, C, Pat Connaughton, or D, Ben McLemore. Love the Jayhawk love, honestly. <laughs> Kelly Oubre in the first question, McLemore here. All right, so he did not start a game. Not a single game. He <laughs> came off the bench, averaged 23 minutes and 10 points. So a low impact player on a team coming off the bench. He's 30 years old. All right, so Kelly Oubre is 26. Seven years in the league. I remember Ben being on the team like three or four years earlier. That lines up. And... All right. The other one I liked was Pat. Pat Connaughton? I kind of like Pat Connaughton, but again, I don't know if he's averaging 23 minutes a game. It seems like a Macklemore stat. Reminder, you do have a lifeline. You can chit-chat with Trey if you want. Ooh, I like the alliteration with that. Chit-chat with Trey. <laughs> have a segment just for that. <laughs> My BYB. My BYB. Um, yeah, but then I just leave myself... We have one more after this, right? One more question, yeah, yeah. but as you know, question four sometimes is a crapshoot, and no, there's no possible help sometimes. Oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean... Sorry, oh, my goodness. Um... <laughs> Uh, Let's find our way towards an answer or a lifeline or a something. Pat Connaughton, Ben McLemore. Who are the other two? Uh, you have Josh Richardson, Terrence Ross, Pat Connaughton, Ben McLemore. See, Terrence Ross isn't bad either, but... Is he coming off the bench? Did he not start a game? I don't know if Ben McLemore started a game. I don't think he did. <laughs> <laughs> The Ben McLemore disrespect right now. It's, it's Guess Ben McLemore doesn't exist in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, give me. Use your lifeline. He's the only one who can help you here. All right, mm -hmm. Trey, who do you think, dog? Hold I on honestly, a second. Hang on, hang uh, on. You got 30 seconds on the clock. Begin. Oh, wait. Right. Now begin. So, Pat Connaughton, I didn't, do not think he played that much. Neither do I. Um, I was thinking Terrence, Terrence Ross, but uh, they had some injuries with uh, Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony, so I do not know if he started or not any of those games. Um, but that's that's one I'm leaning on. The other, two, So, it's Connaughton, um, Ross... Who was the other two? McLemore and... All right. Okay, time up. What do you think there? If I had to... Nope. <laughs> time is up. Uh, I know, man. I know leaning Ross is such a good call. Both out starting a game. There were injuries. You're right. So that's why I think he may have started a game. So without starting a game... 
mean, he still scored 10 a game, 23 minutes. Ben McLemore. Ben McLemore, final, final answer. Ben McLemore, Josh Richardson, Pat Connaughton. Somebody he didn't talk about a lot was the right answer. And that was Terrence Ross. Oh, oh dog. I'm Those injuries got me, man. I had Anthony and Suggs. The scouting face. report there oh, was this player's nickname is the Human Torch. Would that have helped? <laughs> no. Averaging 10 points a game and 23 minutes off the bench? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Terrence uh, Ross got a great Twitch channel, by the way. Terrence Ross is a dunk contest champion. Uh, he's, oh, uh, yeah, he's doing that more than he's playing in <laughs> NBA games. <laughs> um, he's six foot six. Uh, he's 31 years old. Uh, he's from Portland. Yeah, so all that. Yeah. He's 31? I thought you said he was 30. I thought you said no, he was 30. He was 30 at the time of last season writing. Oh, okay. That may be why. Justin wrote this one. So Basketball yeah. reference at 30. Oh. Mm. That was his 30-year-old season. That's on me. Gotcha. Interesting. How also, old is Ben McLemore right now? 28? Let's oh, find out. 28. If it's 30, I'm not. I don't think he's 30. Ben McLemore is 29. Oh, <laughs> I knew he was right there. Very close. Very close. All uh, right. Also, so you think uh, I give you two KU alums? I know. I thank you. That's <laughs> I wouldn't. All right. Well, I, I still think that using the Lifeline and chit-chatting with Trey was the right thing. It was. Yeah. I just got to... Sorry, I didn't get an answer off. In no, but I knew but Terrence Ross would have been your answer. And for so sure. That's on me. I was leaning towards Terrence. You were, yeah. All right, well, we're on to question four now. Your last question, are you ready to play? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> question four is worth 200 smackaroonies. This member of the 2004-2005 Charlotte Bobcats averaged 3.1 points, 2.3 assists, and shot 42% from three. Your options are A, Jamal Sampson, B, Bernard Robinson, C, Corey Alexander, or D, Theron Smith, Theron Smith. <laughs> uh, You're out of lifeline. List those names again for me. Which Jamal Sampson, Bernard Robinson, Corey Alexander, or Theron, Theron, Theron Smith. Okay. It's kind of like Charlize. When I think about it, <clears throat> all right, so where was I? I was in third grade. <laughs> I was a big Bobcats guy, obviously, hence the name. Bobcats. Bob. <laughs> Bob's cats. <laughs> Shout out to Coco, my 16-year-old cat. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa. I... Oh, sorry. It's This should be it. <laughs> I mean, just flipping through the memory banks here. You know what I mean? Like SpongeBob running around. What's his name? What's his name? I think it's A. A? Yeah. Jamal Sampson? I think so. I legitimately coming into it, I was like, I know the way multiple choice questions go. Mm -hmm. So far, he's done A, he's done C. Last it was I don't know, but if you throw A in there again, it's supposed to throw us off, so uh I don't want to derail you, but he never did a C. <laughs> SAT prep tells me it's going to be A. A. Final answer? Oh, hell yes. Well, so 
There's only been one person that's ever gone 0 for 4. Don't do that. We don't, we don't need to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Any chance I get. Uh, you didn't do that bad. Uh, you did nearly as bad as you can do after that. That is incorrect. Ah. It's Corey Alexander. Now... That is the only name I recognize, which I should have gone for that. But. Yeah, I mean, you were kind of up a, a, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place there because of the uh, timing of this... Uh, guess that player originally was not designed for you but uh so that question is a little tricky but uh, you did your best no worries uh. and that was guess that player <laughs> yeah gotta love that game all right, good stuff, good stuff. Well, uh, hey, Justin, give me a quick uh, reminder on how many points everyone has scored quick today. reminder today, Michael, you got 100 big ones. Damn. I got 200 big ones, and Bob got 300 big ones. Wow, we really were big spenders today. We were not. Listen, I'm not going to... This was not our best trivia day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably wondering what we're going to do with all those points, and I would answer your question with... We gamble them away. It's in props to you. All right. Another exciting props to you. We obviously, like I said earlier, we've got Michael in last place. He's got the big 300 points, though. He's only 100 points behind me in second place at 400. And Bob's the big man on campus right now with 800 big points. It's King Bob. King Bob. Sorry, I apologize, uh, Your Majesty. Now, Michael and Bob are betting against each other today. We're going to take some Summer League games later on this evening. Michael's got the thunder over the magic. How many points would you like to wager on that? Uh, I'm not winning a lot. You won uh, your last bet. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not. I'm sorry. Winning a lot of points throughout the games. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to go big on the thunder. I think Josh Gideon, Chet Holm are going to have a good chemistry. I'm going to yep. take uh, him over uh, Bancaro and the magic. That's fair. Bob, you've got the magic over the thunder. What are you thinking with your points, Man. Mr. Leader? So you said 400? You have 800 points. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yikes. Um, how about... Let's put 400 on the line. All right, 400 is. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that gives Michael a chance to Take jump up ahead of you. I'm yeah. going to put 200 points on the Mavericks beating the Jazz. I'm obviously high on the Mavericks. Hopefully, their young guys can get a win over the Utah Jazz. And who knows what they're doing? They're trading away everything. So, All right, That's well, all that does that does some shuffling could happen. Could. With the leaderboard. Keep it interesting. What do you get? I know we touched on it real quickly, but uh, the chat, what do you guys make of those first couple games? Mm. I don't think you can put stock in either of them. I think it's a I, if if we're gonna say that you know you can't put too much stock into the Chet Homer in the first game, you can't put too much stock into the next game he had that was also bad. Yeah, uh, with the summer league games, it's up, it's down. We've seen great players play great and not so great players also play great yeah. in the summer league. So Trey, what do you think about Chet there? I think Chet's the real deal. Yeah, I mean even on his bad game, he still pulled off a double double. Yeah, um, 11 and 11, two of, was it one of five, though, from three with only two yeah, blocks? Yeah, he didn't shoot well. Yeah. Uh, I think he got a lot of those points from the line. Um, I I believe Chet's the real deal. He, well, I hear he's going to come through and <laughs> do his thing. <laughs> Bob? I honestly wasn't so high on him coming into everything, and he's actually really surprised me. He has the shooting down. He has the length. He has the size. He's got, you know, decent Decent handles, like his defense will be worked on. I mean, you look how raw 
Joel Embiid was and how much yeah. time it took for him to really grow into his body, really throw on the muscle. Giannis. Let's see. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see that in four, five, six, seven years. Yeah, let's, we'll see. Let, let's see how he looks. Let's. The man's not going to look the same. Like We're going to get one random Instagram post in the summer of like 2025, <laughs> and he's just going to be huge, <laughs> and he's going to get randomly drug tested for HGH. Right. I'm calling it right now. Okay. 2025. You book, right. book it on Yay Basketball. We'll replay this clip. <laughs> Shout out to 2025 us. Oh. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, be sure you follow us at Yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. And just a reminder, we are recording live from the Yay studio. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Bob, what do you got for the people? You know, I just want to say, what up, Trey? Thanks for joining us, my man. Thanks for having me. Love to talk basketball with you guys and happy to be a part of the team. Yeah, man. Thank you. Justin? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just chilling today. We're feeling good. I don't have too much for the people. Just, you know, keep the main thing the main thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trey, you got anything other than what you just said? Well, we're currently at 156.8 thousand mm-hmm. followers. Let's get us to 160 this week, guys. Oh, let's we'll get it. 160 before Thursday. Oh, let's do it. Let's Ooh. get to 165 before the next time we hear play an you episode. Know what? Screw it, a million. Yes. <laughs> get us there, guys. <laughs> High hopes, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. As always, follow us on TikTok. A lot of good stuff there, and a lot of more stuff coming. And you will be saying, "Wow." Yay basketball to all your friends.